Hello and welcome to the About You podcast on jfm.co. This podcast is proudly sponsored by the Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa located in Diani. It's not a hotel, it's a way of life. This week on the podcast, we are talking about emerging business opportunities and market entry solutions. Please remember to share remarks and comments on our social media platforms. Enjoy. Growing businesses face a range of challenges. As a business grows, different problems and opportunities demand different solutions. What worked a year ago might not be the same approach that you might use today. All too often, avoidable mistakes turn what could have been a great business into a also run. Recognizing and overcoming the common pitfalls associated with growth is essential in your business is to continue to grow and thrive. Crucially, you need to ensure that the steps you take today don't um, themselves create additional problems for the future. Effective leadership will help you make the most of the opportunities creating sustainable growth for the future. And there are a number of guidelines as to how you could go about that. But to put this into perspective, today we have Monamkasi Juma, who is the CEO of Ntaraza brand that happens to handle a number of services, including branding, marketing, event planning, and management. Welcome. Thank you. Jay, we know for a fact uh, 80% of a man's life is all about business. Definitely. Uh, actually, I normally like to say um, business is to life what orgasms are to sex. Thank God for sex. Wow. Mine is 90%. Though. 90% of my life is business. Oh. Yes. So like 90% of our life, he, she knows how it feels <laughs> like. <laughs> But it depends. It's either you're fucking right, you're getting all the orgasms, or you just... Either way, if any of you're not fucking right, either way, you'll come at the end of the... Um, yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. So the, the thing is, you just need to get started in business. That's yeah. the most important thing. But yeah. you must also, there's the idea of having something that you are either passionate enough about it or you have the right skills to go about the same. Just yesterday, uh, around... Yesterday night, is it night or my evening when we had evening. one of our friends and Rufus was um, courteous enough to advise him on a number of things that he could do for himself. And one of the things he talked about was having skills. Wow. Okay. Because I think uh, I did engineering and I'm currently doing branding and marketing. It's when you go to campus, it's not about what you learn in class necessarily. It's about what you learn in every other aspect of it. What you get sure. out of it. Because what is engineering? Engineering is getting something from scratch. That is what's called you engineer. Yeah. You build it from ground up. You invent. Exactly. More or less. There's invention, there's innovation. It's just understanding what skills more or less you're, you're, bet, you're best at. There are different ways you can find out a skill you're good at. You can know by yourself. It could be compliments. I'm a suggestion you keep getting from someone. Because you could be... Somebody can tell you, oh, you're really good at speaking. Why don't you do this? You, you haven't seen it yet. So that, those are some of the different ways that you figure out, okay, maybe I could actually try this out and see where it if goes. If it could work. Yes, if it could work like or, if, it, or yeah. if something I'd be interested in doing for like a month or two months I, or so. I get you. I totally get you. Like I relate to that. Most of the time, guys are like, you look like an R&B superstar. You should be singing. <gasps> oh, <God. laughs> like, uh, you know. I didn't know that, but now I know. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes. Apparently, he's uh, 
msanii wa kizazi kipi tunashindana na Ben Paul 0040 but on a, that's, that's on a lighter Light note but Jay Black um you among the friends that I do have that started business way much earlier you have almost done almost everything Uh, apart from pimping i guess but um this is more so of your interest in light of the skill set and your strength as an individual on what you really want for yourself perhaps what really got you into doing business the thing about business is that when you try there are things that you learn and you can only learn them from trying these things you can never be taught in school sadly however many degrees you have degree phd degree nini it's very different that is why you, you see in even at uh, unis and other colleges where people are taught business the professors in most cases and the lecturers do not own businesses so you you're not learning from businessmen or business people so when you go out there and you try in a business you you realize there is the academic business which is mostly paper based and now there is the real world and the lessons you get from the real world are quite different you know some of the things that you'll uh, experience out there were never taught you know in school like negotiation skills you know it's a unit that you learn how to do things but when you go there you realize that uh, yeah you realize yeah. it's quite uh, different you know and the good thing about failing in business because you're going to fail definitely and the, the sooner you fail the better um you can always know what will work and what will not you know you fail a couple of times and you're like i can tell a bad decision when is when when one is making one but it's an interesting journey because abu if you look at uh, from where we started with jfm mm-hmm. it's it was most of like an idea which uh, got most of us into the concept of writing a proposal pitching we told ourselves how to pitch by the j remember Definitely, those days yeah. we went to this that can we call them rich or millionaires and with your elevator pitch which is more than 15 minutes and then you with do your it 20 meter budget less, you know with yes. a 20, 50 million budget, budget and then it goes down to and, a 20 and, and, million and budget and this is the funny thing when you're presenting this budget to these people you're thinking this is the best opportunity yes. that they've ever had yeah. or rather they've ever come across so that they take it or leave oh, it oh yeah, yeah 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 but i think the the the, the things that I believe people shouldn't start from funding. No, the thing is, eh, you know, at that young at that young stage, you don't know. You, you, you know, you you're okay, learning I can't doing. I can't say you're, that you're when you're in passion. school when you're being taught about business, you're told the first thing that you should do is go ask for funding. I wouldn't say that. And another thing I would say about our curriculum, yes, some of our lecturers are not business people, but they are in business. Some of them are in business. Yes. So even when they can't necessarily go the extra mile to teach you exactly what happens out there but whatever is in the curriculum more or less is true so to say what changes is the emerging trends yeah. how business operates this way keeping up with the yeah. market so whatever they're teaching you used to work but it's not necessarily currently working cuz like uh would say you can have a theoretical book to learn about swimming completely you can learn everything about swimming but what happens when i throw you into the pool Jay Black will definitely So you're thinking where should I start? Should I start with freestyle? Should I start the front style? Should I start Exactly. And you don't know how the backstroke now you're thinking I'm drowning, should I turn back? Should I, you know, and that is one 
more or less what happens when you get into business. You've mentioned two very interesting. Uh, one is uh, a guy these people look up to quite oh, a yeah. lot. Fuzi. Fuzi and, and I like the example that you gave uh, of swimming. <laughs> you know, it couldn't be a better, you couldn't give a better choice. Another thing that you mentioned about, uh, that I agree with you, some of our lecturers are in business, but um, this is what I mean when I talk about being taught business and doing business. You'll realize that um, time Business is actually just exchanging value for time or services or products, you know. And in most cases, when you you create a business that is creating enough value, then in most cases, you will not need to go and get employed elsewhere, sure. you know. And uh, that is the challenge we've been facing. Most of the business people that we have, they are not uh, they've not actually actualized the entrepreneurial uh, mm. space. Mm. They've not explored it fully. Mm. Um, I do not have the moral authority to say this because I, I sometimes do get employed. But the bottom line, what I'm trying to say is if I give you the fee that you're going to require to go to uni, like a degree at University of Nairobi will cost you almost 600 grand uh, for the entire... And that is self-sponsored. Yes, yes. Okay. Of course, that's what we are talking about. Uh, we When you go to the uni and you're on a regular basis, that's more of a... Eight four four, for lack of a better term. But but that's not the point. The point I'm trying to make is, uh-huh, if you some go to of school, us were in regular. So you're system? in an eight, eight four four system. Thank eight you four very five. much. I oh, eight four five. Oh yeah, five yeah. I remember my lecturer back then. He told us the people who are self-sponsored are there to facilitate the running of the institution. Back then, when I was in the law school, that is very true. If you are if you are going on on SSP, and you're given six hundred grand. Sometimes I feel like if you're given that money to start a business, you're going to learn way more than you learn at I agree. at school. I agree. You know, I and disagree. another thing that we 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 should know, and for a fact, and I know you're going to disagree with this as well, is that <laughs> unis, uh, universities nowadays, unless you're taking a STEM course, more often than not, it's just a waste of time, for lack of a better term. I agree and I disagree. And I love the fact that Ali over there is also nodding while going I'm through I'm not sure thing. if he's nodding to agree or to disagree. <laughs> is he agreeing or disagreeing? Which side are you on? He, Ali is a case study. You agree? Okay. So he I'm by myself. Study, actually. <laughs> this is the reason why I disagree. I, for a fact, value the five years I was in campus. Because I'm imagining not just the network that I built, but the time I spent practicing and experiencing event planning and management, practicing and experiencing different aspects of different things. Because this is it. I'm in campus. I practice, I study engineering. The other side, we have business students. On the other side, we have students from School of Arts, School of Human Resource, and ev- this whole pool. I have this time, more or less five years, to, to talk to them, to sit with them, to understand what they do or what they learn or what's their point of view in life. But this five years taken away from me, that means I would have to be put in a pool or in a situation where it's a five year of starting and practicing business without this prior knowledge that I was to get. You understand? So that means I would by default fail, without a doubt. Why? Because I don't have that. Or that means I would need to take extra time to learn or look for people who are sitting down. Because you know when you're in business, you're not sitting down with people who necessarily didn't, didn't take time. I'm not sitting with 16-year-olds because by the time I was in campus, I was what, 17-year-old. So that means I was supposed to take what, five years between I'm 17, 18 to again start doing business or understand. And with me, it took me that five years to understand, yes, I'm actually good at this. 
so I can actually venture into business. And every single moment I'm in business, I remember my practice or my study in campus. Because yes. when you're starting a business, what do you look at? You look at either something that has really acted you to a point I'm like, I can actually provide the service. Yeah. Or you're looking at people have complained something so much about something. You're a, fix a problem. You're fixing. Yes. Yeah, you're solutions. And how do you get fixing that problem if you haven't been through something? It depends with the experience, perhaps. The experience you is what you're, you're right, going yeah. through. You're, you're right. There is yeah. that element. Because I have but the <laughs> issue with, that is, this is what I'm really emphasizing, I have the issue with people overlooking the four years or undermining the four or five years that people spend in campus. That, those years are very important. And I also have an issue with people undermining the time people spend being employed. Mm-hmm. I yeah, agree. I, I, I agree with you. Because it's easier to learn from somebody else's yeah. business yeah. than to learn from your it's own business. It's way much better. It's so yes, and it is wiser. When I was starting, I didn't know that. Even though I spent five years in campus, still beats the purpose. But I didn't know that I could multitask employment and entrepreneurship. Well, sh- sharing on, on, in light of the same point, when I was, I think, 17, Rovers, right? 16, 17, when I was working for one of the media houses in whatever, in Mombasa, I learned a ton of skills that have put us here today, you know, and it's because of the interest perhaps I have seen in light of how that business is being, you know, handled, it's being traded, what you are, you know, like, I know, no, no, guys need something fresh, some guys need something different because you talk to people of different kinds of Because even running of a business, you need to get it from somewhere, you need to learn somewhere. The biggest gap that is there is that you have a generation of millennials having a number of ideas and to which they want to invest in. But the biggest challenge is that they lack some source of mentorship towards drawing that conclusion of how to run that business so as it grows. Because there are a number of reports, somebody's going to say, startup will just last six months and it will die. And if yeah. it reaches six, six months, months is best case it's best case scenario. <laughs> yeah, that's a very, because yeah. even two years, oh gosh. Yeah. It's like a huge business. Because we've been, we've been tracking with Rofus, um, one of South Africa's biggest online uh, content hub and they're in their sixth year. Is this the fifth. This fifth is the fifth. Year. This is the fifth year, yeah. and they're still a startup. So they're really struggling and to retaining um, employees, the good ones. So there's an there's a gist of how do you retain the best employees? How do you poach? How do you attract best um, people or salespeople? So there are a number of questions, perhaps individuals who want to venture into business need to look into can you have your best friends be part of the business how can you trade with such kind of individuals so as you can run smoothly for those five ten years you know so these are the kind of questions perhaps because startups jay most of them fail because of this so many reasons that yeah like they don't know the value that they are trying to put in there as you do, as you start up a business, you you you're only driven by the perception, and then once it's and the on, hype and the hype, of yeah. course, and Gali. Yeah, I know, and I really you, don't you like that. You already have a plan, you have a vision, everything and you're gonna make drafted. a lot of money, exactly. And then now the reality hits that you're not gonna make money for the next two years. Uh, two years, yeah. And now coming to terms with the reality, <laughs> it's a different up, story, yeah. and, and everyone else is bawling apart yeah. from you. Actually, that's a pure test. Whether you are you an entrepreneur oh, or nice. this is just out of passion. Or was it, is it influence or something? And that's the thing about progress. You know, sometimes progress does not feel like progress. You know, when you're starting, those um, hiccups that you're facing, those challenges, when you're 
if you just say in the challenges, that means you're making progress. But unfortunately, at that moment, it doesn't feel like so. And that is one thing that we, people we don't talk about. You know, people tend to quit at that moment. And another but challenges thing that I would need say, to be different because I can't have the same challenge every time. That's not progress. That means I'm stuck somewhere. No, the thing is, I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll, I'll give you an example. Sometimes, um, like when you're trading stock, uh, <coughs> let me give you a more uh, relevant example. Yeah, stock trading. <laughs> yeah, sure. but forex trading is now a thing. <laughs> when you're Wall starting up, let's talk about this business podcast. We, we, uh-huh. This is a better business to talk about. The challenges that uh, a podcast will face initially is to create content that is big, uh, worthwhile enough to attract an audience that will stay. The thing that you want, you don't want people who will just listen to one podcast, one session. You want people will be like, I want to listen to Jay Black every other day, every other time. You want that loyal uh, uh, followership. followership from the audience. It's not an easy thing to build. Today you'll have an idea on how best you can go about it. Tomorrow you'll have a different idea, but the challenge remains the same over time. Sometimes I feel if I had used the uh, fees that I paid in uni to pay a mentor, who, someone that I looked up to, someone who was doing business well, who was successful in a certain field, to teach me, I think I'd, I would have gained more value and than what I get, than what I got from uni. And it's the same thing that people say, when you enter a room where guys are selling ice cream, you know, everyone is an ice cream seller there, and you've, you have no idea about ice cream, and you stay with these guys for a week, by the time that week is done, you will know a thing or two about ice cream, and not just a thing or two, but you will know quite a lot. And this is just a week. I'm just giving an example. Now, imagine being with a, like, for example, if you want to get, let's say, in real estate, and you tell Mwanda Duranira, I'm going to be paying you 50 grand every month other than going to college. And what I want you to, to do to me, I want you to teach me everything about real estate, introduce me to your network, show me how it's done, show me how to go about it. And you do that just for a year. I think, personally, I would, if I had a son, that is the path I would take than, other than taking him to uni. Then when he starts business, he wants to educate himself, higher education, good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to ask you guys about this, but you'll respond later on. Is it, I finally see this thing called entrepreneurship, where now everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, you know. But I'm just saying that people go through a number of things and they happen to be lessons for their own business kind of ventures entirely. And but the, 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 yeah, there is ahead. something you mentioned which is quite uh, worthwhile about uh, branding self. You know, in business, people will always buy into you first before buying into whatever idea you're going to yeah, sell them. Exactly. And buy into your team before they invest. Exactly, exactly. That is very important. Okay, that first thing first. Uh, Yes, I'm into business. Uh, I do freelance graphic designing. Well, I don't consider myself an entrepreneur. I'm Mm self-employed. And this is because um, I get a client. um, We negotiate. I present what I can do, perhaps my portfolio. And then I send an in. um, I mean, a quotation. Yeah, then go ahead, design, deliver, send an invoice, go for the invoice. Uh, I mean, get paid, get paid. you know. Well, that's, it, that's it, like it sounds easy as you put it because yeah, you are in it. Already. I'm coming. Yeah. I'm coming yeah. where you actually <laughs> to your question. He's coming. Relax. Okay, C O M E. However, <laughs> I N G. You can still for okay. With me, I uh, I'm more into creating a relationship with any person I come across uh, as a client and not just a customer because uh, my approach has always been building a relationship. I'd rather have uh, 10 clients 
but I'm sure this is long term. Most of we like build a relationship. Plans. Yeah, exactly. We build a relationship that uh, he needs any sort of uh, graphic services. I'm ready. Like he, I'm the go to uh, go to person, uh, and mostly I'm more. Uh, I sort to going after start startup because if one comes and needs a logo, he definitely will need a business card. We need a letterhead, an email signature, flyers, and so it's an entire package. Yeah. So the deal is, yeah. So the deal is, you know what? How about I be your uh, resident uh, graphic designer? you know and this is the package and this is the uh, this the package i have this is the um the discount i have for this uh, these are this this prices are customized for you you know and uh, that's the approach i've taken i i would i, ha- I have never desired to be uh everywhere since i feel like okay this competition now i have to be everywhere to be um, to do everything to do everything no my uh, i i i decided to take that approach where I'm okay with even having 10 startup but you know this is long term and uh, anytime they need any graphic services I'm the go to person and with time you realize you 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 getting refer, re- referrals and all yeah that's that's been my approach because the, the, one will beg the question yeah kwamba perhaps wataka ku grow the company to yeah. being big yeah Have you ever thought of it that way in light of how you're going to make uh, have the debate here returns versus I don't know what yeah. okay the idea of uh, from being self-employed having the right system to being rather. an entrepreneur because there's a difference between an entrepreneur and, and yeah, yeah self-employed um, I am self-employed but if I want to be an entrepreneur now let's let me come up with a startup okay this is a graphic yeah. company employ two three people of which at the end of the month I have returns. Yes. So he's I not have, he's not an entrepreneur so I'm he not an didn't have to figure that out. Yeah, however, if uh, I've I've had an idea of having a, a graphic company of course because it's part of one wanting to grow and I've had a graphic company before with a friend it didn't work out. Uh it's been like we went through phases only that to realize uh we had different goals towards the company and the and the vision of the company because as much as you, you earlier we said we have six months probably for mm-hmm. you know for the, to test like the waters and see whether you know the business is going to work or not um i've read uh, napoleon hill on think and grow rich a while back and he talked of something called temporary defeat it happens in business most of the time and he say he insisted that temporary defeat almost always looks like and feels like permanent defeat in business whereby things are not working at all you are stuck and it's very most depressing the, yeah so to many people actually that's where it ends but to entrepreneurs born entrepreneurs they wave through the and the waters you know and later the moment one rises from the temporary defeat i sure like most of them who had uh, most of the entrepreneurs who have risen uh, above the temporary defeat uh, face they don't allow themselves to go back it never happens even if it comes or it comes they already know they, they've been through the heat so they already know what's uh, what this is you know it it becomes easy for them to overcome fabulous eh loso said um, he's talking about temporary defeat and i just remembered uh, two quotes from two artists 
He also once said that uh, if I go broke again, it will not kill me because I've been poor. It won't break me. And uh, you know that that's the thing about uh, defeat. You know, once you fail, you get to you've been there, you've been there, done, done that, that, won that you know, Yeah, yeah. So it becomes easier for you to, as he said, wave through. And another thing that uh, I like what he said. You know, um, the concept of self-employment. You know, Jay Z once said that uh, I'm not a businessman. I'm I am a business. You still stuck to to that. I know. All this <laughs> Why not? Oh gosh, yeah. it's, it's a timeless thing. Yeah. But but sure. see, here, here is the point that I wanted to make, and sure. that was uh, everyone was talking about here. In business and in life generally, there is something called direction. 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 Oh, wow. Oh. Someone is very horny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, goodness. What the fuck is he talking about? And it's about business. I'm like, erection now? He's talking about coming. And I'm Guys, like, oh. <laughs> now we have an erection. Goodness. Okay, first, the word was come. C-O-M-E. But to Jamal, it was C-U-M. Okay, the word was direction, direction, but to Jamal was erection. <laughs> so, guys, bear with Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> It's about the, anyway. As so, you so say. the reason I was, I was uh, bringing this up is because direction is very important in life. Because what <clears throat> most of the time we face as challenges as young people when we are getting into employment, entrepreneurship, and whatnot, is that we 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 are um, we are not sure the kind of direction that we want to go in life. Yeah. So you're here, you're getting yeah, employed yeah. as a as a chef. You're working as a to a, to a driver. You know, you you're just there. You don't know what you want. You're here, you're there, purpose. and that beats the purpose of uh, moving ahead. Because when you don't know where you're going, you know it's just like you'll be moving in circles, and th- that happens a lot to most of us. And That's why I was saying that direction is very important. Direction over speed. Once you know the direction that you want to take in life, the path that you want to pursue, be it entrepreneurship, be it employment, then when you stick to it, it becomes easy for you to move ahead. Because, you know, if you say, let's say, I want to be a banker like Ali, it's easy to go up that lane. You know, I want to be a BM by the, the time I'm 27. I want to be, purpose. yeah, I, I want to be a regional manager by the time I'm 35. It becomes easy for you because you've already chosen the direction. And I think that is one thing that um, people should work towards. It's not an easy thing to to know the direction that you want to take. And you can never really know the direction that you want to take. And it's just like business. You have to be flexible about the idea. If today I figure out that I would still want to maybe i would want to be our uh, get the title engineer by the time i'm 28 and then maybe later i decide that i want to get into the shoe business by the time i'm i don't know which is okay because for, you, you want know, to be a billionaire exactly you have to so trade it's just a matter kind of, of being flexible yeah to the whole don't kill yourself over something that's not going to work or don't stay in denial for way too long mm. but that boy's a question jay i'll need you to answer this When and what will will define a moment to the point of saying, I think this means this is it. I, 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 I wouldn't even know how to answer that question. <laughs> yeah. Like, how would you know? Because I'm saying this because I always say this. I don't think, I, I don't know if I'm right. I will tell you one thing. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the global population, very few people i would i would say less than 15% of the global population have chosen the life that they are living right now mm. 
we hate our lives most of the time speak most yourself. of the time people settle to the kind of lifestyle that uh, settle into a certain lifestyle yeah. like i i get employed by the county government and that becomes my lifestyle you know yeah. i it actually becomes your lifestyle yeah yeah you, you just settle your into conditioned. it exactly mm-hmm. and very few people actually choose the life the path of life they want to walk very few and for those who choose that path it's not an easy path it's the hardest path so it comes with a lot of challenges you'll fail you'll give up but it's the process of you have to do what you have to do so that you can do what you love to do yeah, right that sounds like diamond platinum it is what it is no that's Des- <laughs> De- Denzel Washington oh god it's not diamond platinum Denzel Denzel you're sticking to Denzel it's diamond platinum baby the point I'm trying to make is very few people have said this is the life I want and gone to f- for it and made value out of it because bottom line should be when you're getting into business is to create value you know you want to create value to humanity uh, leave a legacy you want to leave your kids with some value and what not you know very few people will have um, I've said very few people quite a lot a of times yeah a lot of times but it's okay a yeah. Lot. Yeah, yeah yeah very unfortunate she's taking notes <laughs> by the way she's listening yeah. good for her <laughs> basically <laughs> choosing choosing the path that you want to go it's not She's an easy fine. thing yeah but um you ask what, when you know that yeah, when uh, would you mm. like you're like ah this is it that this is, is it. a cue like, like i need to stop how do you know like cuz i don't know i've never i don't think i've ever gotten that question asked to me but i'm thinking if i was in business for three years four years Six five months, years three months and then it's still not working I I don't even think that's a good example cuz still Ooh. how long did Google take or or Facebook or Amazon or you know those those companies took a Before lot of years Before you get there I will answer you um and this is not in business slightly different when you're in life you're told that one of the most important things that you should do is to find your purpose in life mm-hmm. you know and no one talks about what you're born for yeah and okay. no one talks about the process of finding your purpose I think there are books for that. Um, like which one? I have never read one. Exactly, that's what honest, I'm saying. You know, that's what I'm there, saying. Yeah. There are books and podcasts. There for is that a book written well. for every single thing on earth. There is a book written for every single thing on earth. Yeah, everything. Hakuna kitu ijeandikiwa a book or anything. What I'm trying to say is mm-hmm. if you can just focus on finding your purpose and the you know p- the pillars that you want to be guided before in life then you don't have to ever come to answer that question whether this is mm-hmm. the tipping point or not. And that is why now I was talking about direction. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's understandable because the people who be like I think we had the conversation before we got here. Yeah. When people are talking about retirement, I don't see myself retiring from what I do because love I love it. It excites me. It challenges me. It builds me. Wait until I would even you have a say, family. Trust me. I I already have a family. <laughs> yes, I do. That's not what I meant. I have my mom. I have my dads. I have because today. Okay, what I what I posted online. Yeah, what I posted online today is this week. I found it difficult to juggle between being a sister, being a daughter, being an auntie, being a rotaractor, being an employer, being an entrepreneur, being a giver, and. Uh, all those other things that i'm supposed to be and at the same time i'm supposed to understand myself that's and that's expecting too to much from me and not to think at again i'm supposed to be somebody's babe you see yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. lot that, and no, that's was, not a lot i was seated down and 
I told my friend I can't do it anymore. That's it. I'm done. You're tired of doing I it. I told so, so I was telling them, oh, God, really? <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> she's not fine that bay yet. <laughs> she's tired. And she's tired. Wow. Like she's done. Like wow. I can't. You guys, Self-love like, is too I refuse much for you. to can't. <laughs> Please go and ahead. And then I was like, mm. one of my friends told me, but you are all of those things. So it hadn't hit me that I'm consciously all of those things. So even I'm I'm supposed to find time at the same point to figure myself out. I didn't even put uh I'm 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 when I'm Cassie as a person. I am when I'm Cassie as you know. It's but then brand. I have a brand. So <laughs> there were so many other things. And it's just those situations that you're saying. There, there are situations in life where you didn't choose to be. Mm. It's not the life you wanted to live. Necessarily, you didn't plan for your maybe sister to get married at that time. You didn't plan to be an auntie at that time. You didn't plan to be born. You didn't plan for your brothers to be born. Exactly. Mm. So you it, most, it most definitely happened. did not sign up to be a sister. You most definitely did not sign up to be an in-law. You did not sign up to be an auntie. But it happened. How do you manage to juggle all that? It's to understand that what gives you hope is that other people have done it and have aced it by default and every time I get I sit down with my clients and they're like people tell me I have, I balance everything but I don't feel like I'm balancing I'm like if each one of them is affected equally because there's no one that no aspect of your life that would not be affected if all of them are affected you've balanced it if you're doing each and every one of them you've balanced it if you're able to do this and this and this then you've balanced balance is not that this one gets 100 this one gets 100 this one gets 100 no balance is that you're doing it and each one of them is affected because even challenges is part of it if they're not affected that means you're not doing it you're not relevant nothing is happening mm. i have a question for you yes what kind of emerging opportunities do you think uh, you know we have now in in our times, because, you know, I tend to believe that a lot of young entrepreneurs, startups are approaching you to do the strategizing for them and whatnot. And in this region, right? The coastal, the coastal region. And in Nairobi as well. She's also operating in Nairobi. And, and, well. and that exposes and you. Okay. So in Africa, regionally. Which kind of opportunities do you think that you've been exposed to that are not conventional, which are not the kawaida kind of biashiras that young people are doing? Uh, that's uh, a question. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is definitely a question. Uh, so, because there's invention and there's innovation, we get okay in the tech field is when you would see a lot of innovation but it's more of like replica i don't see much of really in invention there are people who would invent but what happens is the clients would be different that means your target market will be different what you're supplying will most probably be different where you're supplying or where you're offering service will be different that means your environment everything is conditioned differently that, so, does that also mean the market entry solution for these uh, enterprises differ? differ. By default. Now, to the second question. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have like, um, in business, when you're doing, uh, let's say, podcasting, there is always a specific way that you'll always uh, use for your own uh, setup, for your own business. Do you have like a unique approach that you would recommend for market entry for young startups? network 
people need to understand, like the way I said, you cannot bother someone who can only afford to pay 100 bob and you're selling it for 200. Most importantly, you cannot bother someone to buy a t-shirt when they need a trouser. Oh, they don't need anything. They are casually And they don't need, and they're just chilling, mm-hmm. you know. So you need, people need to understand that more than anything. When you're sitting down and figuring out, because we need to, first of all, we need to take advantage. This I'm talking about corporate business. We need to take advantage of millennials. We need to stop seeing millennials as they don't know what they're doing. Millennials are the ones who are currently changing the marketing strategy for business, whether millennials know it or they don't know it. And it's two ways. Millennials can take advantage of it and the corporates can take advantage of it as well. Because if you're making market strategies for millennials, who do you expect to understand it the most? Exactly. So even when you're in business, my first thought is, I'm seated here and I'm focusing on branding. And so to say, what am I branding? I'm branding the podcast. So once we're done with this meeting, we are discussing and we're done. We, all these are seats. We are one, two, three, four, five people. I expect the other five seats to be occupied by customers. Not necessarily physically, but we are done and we're asking ourselves, okay, when it comes to this, how are the solutions for our customers? You mentioned a statement of having... we. Uh, the biggest problem for our podcast is getting loyal clients. You don't want somebody who's always only listening it once. Mm. But Return how many kind of yeah? Yeah, it's just like payment. They, they normally say that um, profits lie in return clients. Yes. So how many payment methods have you given to your clients? How many audience avenues? Um, how many avenues have you offered your clients of listening to the podcast? Because I most probably may not be able to listen to the podcast on Sunday, but am I? able to access your podcast on any other day. I may not be able to access your podcast maybe on my phone or on what, but have you thought of the other avenues that I can actually be able to access your podcast? First thing, segment your market. You have your target audience. They are not the same. Be it age, be it gender, be it location. Segment it. They don't eat the same. They don't look the same. They don't wear the same. Break it down, have a market entry for each and every one of your customers. Don't sit down and expect at an 18-year-old and a 40-something-year-old. Have even the same kind of... That's far. What? A 24-year-old, because uh, I'm 24, my young sister is 22. Me and her text different, speak different. Please tell me that she doesn't have an ex in whatever she... She used to, till she started texting the rest of us. Then she had to stop. You see, so you need to have... A different market a, entry and strategy goodness. for each. I know. Like we, but you know, the good thing about it is we get to ask her. If somebody else texts us and we don't understand, we send her the message. What does they say? Then she translates it. Then you're like, okay, I get it. Then you go back to the other person and be like, yeah, you know. Well. So you, we take advantage of every situation. <laughs> so that is what I have for every client oh. of mine. It needs to be unique. You need to stop assuming things. Yes. Get down to the nitty gritties. And that is where most businesses don't get to get to where they're supposed to get to. Because you can see an amazing business ideas and people will tell you of small petty issues and you're like, okay, have you done this? Who are your target markets? No. Give me specifics. I'm mm. talking age. I'm talking of location. Where are they? How are you reaching kind out to them? What phone are they using? Exactly my point. And at this area of data science and data analysis, what's stopping you? There's a graphics guy here. I'm thinking he's good in tech. What's stopping you? You, you work in... You, Everybody has their own talent, but are you get doing the extra? Because 
You don't expect to be average and get extra. Um, uh, the other question was um, about um, the industries that we've been exposed to in business. Which industry do you think is, um, would you recommend for a young person coming out of school to pursue? Oh, is that the common question? Yeah. What industries in terms of entrepreneurship do you think are more paying compared to... Is it about paying, Jay? Or is it about... Um, growth. Really uh, no, growth? The growth drivers in which industry do you think they are more viable for someone who is coming out of school right now and maybe they want to try this entrepreneurship or thing. how different will they go about it because fashion and interior designing is still something worthwhile to invest in and, 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 and another industry that Amen. is making a lot of money has always been making a lot of money is the sex industry I'm not saying that yeah. you become a porn star yeah. wow. there are a lot of opportunities in the, uh, in the sexual uh, market mm. that uh, wow. people are not talking about and people are not exploiting mm. sips yeah. water no, but, but he means like um, industries like okay, advertisement, co- uh, marketing. Yeah. But this is my this is my belief. Yeah. Be so good that they cannot ignore you. Goodness, it's so in the sex One. industry business. Um, oh, okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just put it out there. Seems like she's been there. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, I'm the only she. What? <laughs> so like, he's here to defend you by the. I know. I like him. I actually like him. Goodness. Yes. Rufus, why do you do this to all the guests that come in? Yes. So bad. Uh, he's so <laughs> like, he's oh, so goodness. cute as well. Make Kenya anyway. great again. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a model. Uh, yeah. So. And I'm um, a superstar. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But you say. No, there's just something about a man who's confident. There's just something oh about God. it. So, that's as I was saying. Beard, yeah. No, this is real. That's yeah. real. I know that's how real. fake beards looks like. Yeah. I use organic castor oil, Jamaican castor oil. Goodness, it looks I, I, I was impressed, now I'm just over impressed. I think I'm almost forgetting the answer that I had. <laughs> I think she had that kind of feeling. Oh, that moment, the five seconds. Are you really getting this, what he's saying? No, I'm not. I'm, no, I'm really so okay. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's <laughs> okay. Me, I was just way over the moon about yeah, it. Yeah, so, goodness. <laughs> so anyway, I, let's I'm get not. back no, into this yeah, thing. She's still itching yeah. to say something. Yeah. Go on. The response. I am not. No, I'm still thinking about you. Sure. So, what's the the point was? You're never overdressed, never overeducated, and never overpaid. So, I believe that every cause has uh, the the ability to pay you what you need or what you want. There are some that will never do. Your man Matiang is scratching them off. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, because I believe this. I believe in the, just the way, the way I say it, I see every woman to be beautiful. It's the same way I see with branding and marketing. I mean, every aspect. At first, I used to lean mostly in technology because that is where my background is, only reasonable. And the reason why I started branding because I saw many startups fail because they lacked the appropriate branding. Still do because of value addition. They might think they have the value addition, but you know when you're creating something, when you're designing something, as the way you guys said, when you're preaching 50 million, you think this is the best idea that you've ever had no and they'll ever, ever see. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But even when they're looking at it, investors have an, a way of seeing, yes, this is the best idea I've ever seen, but I don't see the value and I don't see it working out because of these guys. Yes. And those are the same guys who then are preaching. They, f- they fire you. Then they're like, I don't have time. Sometimes they just scratch off the whole idea. I don't have time. I can as well get somebody who will get me the money I need with the most basic idea because the team behind it 
is fantastic. Exactly. So even with the most ordinary, I say this because I never thought what I'm doing currently can make me as much money as engineering would have made me if I was actually practicing engineering. But I've, I network with engineers all the time. I network with other people. How much are we talking about? We are talking about good money. <laughs> That's what matters. Staki <laughs> kushtwa. Ah, no. Baby yes. boy. Yeah, baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> I know money, I understand money. Uh, so, yes. Yeah. So it's just... He speaks money. That is you why I believe... Yeah. That is why I've never said, okay, I would not take that. I always see every idea or every startup or every cause to be unique. Yeah, and is. you need to structure each and every one of them to get it where that is what we call brand positioning when you when you when a client comes on board always they say oh i need your marketing services then i tell them before i offer you my marketing services i need to do an evaluation that means i need to do a brand evaluation then i need to position your brand that's brand positioning then i need to develop your brand before i even get to managing it So it's always looking at it. Where am I at? And most people go straight like, oh, into marketing. Oh, let's do online marketing. Let's do. But what? Why are you doing online marketing? Whom are you doing it for? Who are you in the first place? Exactly. So you, if you haven't figured that out, because even when I, I have a sit down with the marketing team of a company, I would still need to see the owner of the company and understand that what we are working for is exactly yeah, the what same, they need. Yeah. Yes. So I need to get, hear it from them. I want to hear your vision. Tell me your story. Tell me why you started. Mm, why I'm are like, we here? No, I said it before. Say it again. Because it's the nitty gritties. It can be that one statement that would make me change the whole aspect of that business. And that is why it's always important to understand that. Sit down with the business owners, understand their idea, just why they started. They will give you content for a whole month. And that is what I do. I've done that with a client. Just that one sit down, I got enough content for a whole month. And it's content that didn't need to be reviewed. Because that vision is what makes you build that brand for them. But there's a point in once you've done that and then over a period of time, the strategy, the branding strategy or whatever the proposition that is there towards driving the marketing strategy of the same company mm-hmm. changes after 10 or 15 years instead of sticking to the same lane that they've always wanted to, to 10 take. 10 years is a long time. Yeah. And, and I'll add something on that. You have to know one thing. <coughs> Sometimes, yeah, results are about... Uh, survival mm. sometimes oh it's a jungle out there and the reason i'm saying this is because i want to talk about survival and growth you know sometimes we need uh, to get some results for you to survive and to survival, be shown that you and what survival growth uh, transformation and change yeah, i will talk about survival and growth and you add the rest yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason i'm saying this is because when you're starting when it's very tough you know when we are talking about the temporary defeat that Rufus was highlighting and the challenges that we face you need you, you realize that at that stage results are very important but then again for you to grow you have to build a process a system which now goes beyond the results you know because now you're start talking about a long-term process that may not be necessarily going to be measured by your day-to-day activities. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you should overlook them, mm-hmm. but these day-to-day activities That's are going to give you the... And then there's tactical and then there's strategic. Yes, tactical is day-to-day. 
Yeah. Strategic is long term. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. Yes. So as an entrepreneur, as a young person, these are the things that you also need to understand, you know, the tactical day-to-day activities and action steps that you need and the long-term strategic positioning that you need for your company. For your company. business, exactly. You're talking about transformation. Okay. Transformation and change. And change. And please well, add um, the tactical bit to it because I was just <laughs> I smiling. It's a conversation bit, we've had before. I think everyone gets it to the tactical bit and yeah. the strategic bit because most of the time people tend to think... Uh, I don't even think people tend to mistake strategic stuff to tactical stuff. Or, or some don't even, can't even actually... They jungle in between. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't know. What they know is that I'm laying out a strategy for my business. For my business. For real estate. So whatever they're doing is just tactical. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, transformation and change. Um, the whole idea of uh, in 10 years' time, probably your company... Th- uh, as much as dealing with uh, branding and um, marketing. And marketing. In, yeah, probably you're dealing with companies that in 10 years' time, uh, they have to go with what's actually... Trending. Trend, trending. Yeah. You know, whether they like it or not. So there's, uh, there's, there's the idea of uh, transforming with the current... Uh, so, I hope you're not talking about also dragging the uh, guys like uh, Fijana to Pativia. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's trendy, it's yeah, part of the branding right strategy now, path. Trash is the new cool. Yeah, Whenever if yeah. a song is trash but still cool, you know what? We the masses are going to take it in. It will so, make a great advertising strategy. But you have to understand. That audience, that audience will never be able to pay for whatever you need them to pay for. Because they cannot afford to pay for that. When it comes, so when, even you know, you're looking uh, for an ambassador, uh, <laughs> that audience that that ambassador has mm. needs to be able to pay. I, I, I clearly get you. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, when it comes, okay, now that, that has to do with the customers. Yeah, it always has to do with yeah. the customers. Yeah, they're always totally, right. Yeah, no, not necessarily. Customers don't even know what they want. know the difference between customers. Don't even know what they want. Yeah, so now uh, back to customers, by the way, with the whole idea of transforming and changing mm-hmm. all through the business. Because one thing you realize customers are not loyal. They are not loyal. Customers are no, customers, customers are loyal to their need. It's like a child. A child will cry when they're hungry. Well, loyal to their need. Yes. This is it. Huh? Um, as much as I feel, uh, well, let's take a good example is whatever happened to Nakumat. Right, I'm still in pain. Yeah, exactly. I'm you are you are a pain. customer, but we didn't we didn't hear customers protesting like you know what, we you know what we want the same shopping experience that you guys were offering. We are but not we settling for anything to less. And Nivas, y- you're complaining, but, food plus, but you're still at least going. Food plus is better. Yeah, but the, what I mean is the moment the moment a customer the moment a customer gets uh, somewhere where he gets uh, different, cheap, yeah, affordable, f- affordable, fast. and fast services. Trust me, they leave your ass out there. Yeah, that's what I'm to, saying. Customers now, are the only out there? loyal there's to no their lo- need. There's no, yeah. And to create, uh, yeah, and to create, lo- that's why people came up with this idea of loyalty points. Mm. 
you have to get a ah, card yeah. to yeah to to make customers which be loyal get, of which it's understand. not yeah because the guy knew customers are not loyal so how do i make customers loyal let me come with this idea of loyal loyalty points if you buy this you're but getting you'd be surprised what would happen points. if nakuman comes back today the, or, or what people surprised. want what people want is the same shopping experience they used to because to them exactly we was, want to shop at the middle of the night and still feel safe and taken care of yeah, and still exactly. get and you know what nakuman used to bring like our the coconut oil the olive oil we had variety she's speaking yeah. like a woman she yeah, so she, she am, oh, I'm woman. sorry she you missed that for a minute <laughs> she's going like a, uh, this is what I want to say let's drop us now you fit into the vicha now to watch me a variety okay I, uh, you are a woman a pretty woman smart and all thank you yeah you had to throw in those words yes, yes. I, I mean sexy would go a long way right about now yeah what I'm saying is like like women enjoy shopping more compared to us men oh, that yeah. is why yeah, yeah that's right. that is why she would say you know what to the commodities yeah, that exactly. she's yes. yeah that's why yeah Even the, the shopping free bag, experience yeah she no longer the smiles. gets she no longer gets the same experience no they had she that. used to oh they you know? did Trust so me. are we together yes we are yeah. okay back to what we were talking about i want there's a point i wanted to emphasize sure. then you will get back to you yes. yes it's okay when people get into business cuz I could be a 35 or I could be a 40 year old who just decided to get into business. And I've been employed for what 12 years or 15 years. Those 15 years in employment need to show in business. Hmm. Oh, the experience. Cuz even when I'm transitioning wow. from uh, to say branding to real estate, just so to say, my years in branding need to show in real estate. Things might not be the same, but entrepreneurship is what it is. But Business it is what it is. Is what it is. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> so you don't expect to be uh what? 25 year old who's done business for 5 7 years and say you know I'm just new I've just started, you know it's very hectic, I can't hack this, I can't hack that. What have you been doing for the past 7 years? Oh, I've been in business in a different business. This is a brand new business. So what's exactly that's different? The customers are different. How are they different? This is how they're different. So what's stopping you from getting to these customers? Oh, you know, my previous customers used to have this. So what do your current customers have? Oh, they have this. So you've known the difference. Uh, yes. And the list. So what's the strategy to get to these new customers? That's why so I've hired most you. people, exactly. Most people, yeah, that's why they've hired mm, me. <laughs> so most people, the answer is always with them. This is for the people who cannot hire me but for the people who can hire me please hire me. Uh for the most people who they always have yeah they always have the answers within them themselves and but yeah. they just stuck. They need to understand that the other previous years that they've been doing something else. Trust me even this goes for uh housewives cuz running a home God. Well, that is beautiful. Well, can I can I say it's because perhaps you know that four types of entrepreneurs, the those guys who will do it by themselves, is the marketer, is the whoever, is the entrepreneurs. You know, so there are those kind of four stages all through the entrepreneurship mm-hmm. stage before now you hire other people to do the thinking on your behalf. Maybe perhaps they end up not realizing all that you've mentioned because they tend to juggle all through Yes there is that assumption that people Same assume space. that 
um, since I'm an entrepreneur, then I know everything. Mm. And you're right always. The thing about assumption is that you get so entitled to them that you you blind yourself from seeing stuff that is in plain sight. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> something that I wanted to post forth, uh, you know, in business advisory and training services, when you are doing these uh, business advisory and training services, I always love to give young people. No, no, hey, you're hey, referring hey, people. Hey, I know. I guys, told you this nigga is old. Guys, your black is forty plus. So. Yeah. <laughs> now listen, you can beat yeah, 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 yeah. I, I normally prefer <laughs> giving examples that relate to the dating place, dating place, and I'll tell you why. There is the nothing that people relate to, like um, matters to do with dating and sex. You give examples that are in that space. People will always get excited. One is because I don't know why I, I, I tend to think that uh, most of them are not being exposed to. And I think you are right because it's people skills. Most of us. Some being of us in, are yet to think. But wait, um, this and generation of texting. I give you an example. Give you an example. Really get Tango, into it. You see, yeah. the same strategy that you use to cutia a woman is the same strategy you use to sell. Because basically, what you're doing to her, you're selling yourself to her, and. The way she behaves, it's the same way that clients in a business behave. You know, at a kujapo na maringo maringo zake, she might be interested in you, mm. but, uh, you know, she'll play they hard make to get. Selling point, yeah. there, there is we need those, to see value. Those, I'm yes. talking as the customer and as the lady. We need to see value. Potential. And the beard. Uh, that is oh, yeah, typically sure. our woman behaves in the business. She She's being a woman beard. right now. Yeah. What I'm saying is, eh, what, what I'm saying is eh, that is how they behave in the marketplace, oh, yeah. typically. You know, um, you'll have a beard, you'll have your game, but she'll still be like, ah, nah, 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 you know, and yeah, and in in the long run, you realize that uh, that's a very good space to teach people how to handle their business, especially on, when it comes to matters of selling and marketing and positioning yourself in the market. But then again, that's just a limited sphere that you can extrapolate from. Because that, by the way, Jay, realizing and studying the kind of market that we have right now, the customer is more interested currently with most of like conventional kind of ways on marketing. They want customized yeah. treatment. And I'll tell you, there yes, is that Jamal. There is that Jamal. There is another thing. The personalization is very exactly. important. Yeah. Yes, there is that. And I'll give you another example that is slightly different. There is personalization, then then there is uh, market assumptions that are there. And I'll give you an example. Most of the guys that are being called influencers nowadays, social media influencers, they are not influencers. They are just endorse products. They are not influential. They, they, not, they, they, they do not come up with something. They do not set trends. Exactly. They are just the first people in a certain trend. Then they tend to be seen more by the masses. But they cannot provide direction. Plus, they don't have power to to actually move this kind of exactly. wave treatment. Exactly. Kind they, of they themselves cannot survive going against that, the trend. That's, that's what I'm talking that about. That depends with what, whom you consider an influencer. And that with, is what, I, okay, let, if, me if finish, you ask, let me finish. Let me finish. The uh-huh. reason I'm saying this is because a lot of organizations have adopted them thinking that we need an influencer. But in actual sense, these guys are not influencing anything. They are just endorsement, endorsing these brands. And that creates an opportunity for these people, the so-called influencers, to earn from these uh, brands. Or brands. Yeah. And that's an opportunity that is actually, I think, is emerging that young people should take up to. If you, you look at Instagram yeah, right now, you'll true. see take very young girls, 
very young boys with a followership of I don't know 50 grand 10,000k followership unfortunately most of them do not earn from that audience that they do have they do not know that that's an opportunity that that's an avenue they could exploit to create some income yeah. uh, rofas back to what I was saying um you realize that the individuals who have a followership of about 1300 plus on twitter and you've been talking about this that there's some big revolution with kot kenyans on twitter now the so called elite kind of brand positioning kind of people who are so called influencers are no longer commanding uh, or you know being followed in terms of whatever they post what on ifatilia mo naipenda anymore but these individuals who are so called nobodies random people ordinary guys they are now most of the nano influencer kind of uh, pool that is making a lot of money off brands i'll agree with uh, i'll agree with jay on the idea of uh, the so-called brand influencers because you realize most of them don't even are not consumers of the same product ah. that they are pushing in the first place and uh, to some of them uh, have no idea of um, the product that uh, have no idea of the um, the consumers mm-hmm. of the product they're that not they are pushing touch. yeah they are uh, they're not fact. aware of the product to because uh, a brand influencer will be asked by the uh one of the followers probably to give more details about the product and he or she his she he or she is not at a position to explain much or to, give, to give much information actually yeah. let me add on what he said uh, a while back manamkasi talked about uh, having these millennials and there are two ways that you can take advantage of them either from the corporate and or the oh, millennials yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. now this is what is happening the millennials i mean the corporates are taking advantage of the millennials they do know that um, millennials are easily influenced they are well conditioned if they look up to j black and see that j black is using um, nivea then they will say ah me watching by nivea j black anatumia anatumia nivea uh, we all use uh, olive oil just so mm. you know that's what we use here <laughs> <laughs> it's okay I, i think everyone here that's what they use but basically i was just giving an example ali is of a different class um, perhaps do you use olive oil vaseline vaseline yeah. valon no that guy shifted uh, uh, no, guy vaseline. shifted to arin you see yeah it doesn't matter ouch hey okupe mike to the just for the record okay. ali akona the best skin hapa kwa manigo to kwa hapa so we are just name to an footsteps baba yes, yes, yes. facial <laughs> that's true, that's true. Take care of so, so basically what i was saying is eh, yeah, what one was highlighting so i think what the brands the corporates are doing is that they are taking advantage of the naivety of the millennials and just presenting to them what they need to see and what they need to hear that is what i'm talking about they usually first of all they send the product Before. I'll tell you with yeah I'll tell you with the most recent that I had a discussion with a supposed client they send the product I've seen uh, I hope Farhan is one of your clients She's not tell uh, her to be my client yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they send the product in advance mm-hmm. then they say I cannot sign a one month deal because your product most probably will go I need to see how it affects if I'm going to tell my audience this is what it's all about. So it needs to be like a minimum of three months. So, and I need to do my research with regards to your project, with your product. 
Then when I'm doing this, this is how I started. If it is facial cream or whatever, this is how my face looked like before. This is how I've been using it. This is my routine. And these are the end products. So Anajua, the, the person that I'm approaching is a beauty brand. So that means the best product I can send to her have to be beauty products. And then we launch that out. If it's a fashion lifestyle, I'm a travel lifestyle. That means I would expect a hotel to call travel blogger or whatever, because this person is known for this. If it's somebody who, I don't know, works out, that means if I'm launching a working out collection, I would send it to... Rufus, send it to me next the, time. And I was talking, I wanted to say the lady, the, 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 the fiancé of uh, Bien. Uh, Chiku. Chiku, yes. I would send it to her because that is what she's she known does. for. Exactly. Yeah. So that is what I'm talking about. Really, Corporate you said Bien first before... Before... And she's Nigerian. We need to edit that part, yes. Yeah. So, that is what I was talking about in terms of people taking advantage of that aspect of the market. You cannot just blindly have a look at it. Yeah, there are people who barely influence, but they have the followers. And what the company needs is market reach, not necessarily influence. So that people, because when people start talking about it, then they start thinking about it. When you see it, you think about it, you start talking about it. Then you start considering it. Now, the whole idea of market reach, uh, of which company I've really observed, now that's why they're coming up with the, I'm not going with the uh, influencers, they go with the nano-influencers and micro-influencers. They have a, a, like a small following, but it's so engageful. Yes. A good example, like uh, there's this guy, the DSTV guy, this guy has a small shop where he repairs computers. Ordinary know. shop. Yeah, and he was one day he was like, man, right now I can afford to pay for DSTV Premium. I'm rich because growing up, whatever, <laughs> I, whenever I used yeah. to see, if one had a DSTV, like, and DSTV, and, and that was a topic guys discussed. So the, so he related to so many people. Yes. Oh, you can afford a DSTV, finally. And in his, in his bio, yeah. guy, guy, in his bag, I was like, a, D, a, a DSTV owner. Oh, nah. da, and DSTV reached out. They're like, yo, you know what? <laughs> we want to work with you. Yes, you exactly. Yeah. It's like this like, Giderry guy. Yeah. The yeah, high for fuck no, the game. you know. <laughs> for and no, the, apparently. If, you, if you've seen this, uh, there's these guys who landed a deal with Woolworth. Some young guys from South Africa. They walked into uh, the into uh, into Woolworth uh, and they they bought water actually. So they were speaking their uh, was it is it Zulu? Talk yeah, yeah. And know. then one yes, of them, that one. <laughs> one of them drank the water, and then they were like, he speak, he said he switched to English with an accent, and they're like, oh, this water is so fantastic. And the friend was like, yeah, it makes you feel, you know, the amalgamation. And they're like, yeah, it yeah. flows. So the guy, the guys were like. Woolworth uh, flows uh, the t- what was the tagline um, I forgot it but something to make it flow like water that's Woolworth that sells clothes sells the, water yeah okay. so like make it make, make, make I said make it something then make it flow like water and it so many retweets and Woolworth were like you know what we wanna it's work cool. with you you know and guys, it's not like these guys had a huge following or probably just a thousand, two thousand compared to those with a hundred K plus. Plus that is followers. appreciating creativity. Sure. At the end of the day, it's appreciating yeah. creativity. Uh, I think when you're going into entrepreneurship, there are several things that you'll encounter. 
and uh, failure is one of them you know challenges and one thing you have to know that failure can either teach you endurance or timidity you the one who going to choose what failure is going to teach you it can either break you or make you it's your choice the other thing that i would like to put forth is uh, and this is a strategy that i've used before i learned it a few months back and i used it to make some few decisions what would you ask yourself what would i what do i need to do if i need to get laid in seven days what do i need to do if i need to be in good shape in 30 days what do i need to do if i need to be in the business or rather in the career of my life in 30 days if you can genuinely answer those questions then you'll be on the right path because it cuts you a lot of crap you tend to eliminate a lot of unnecessary things that take away your energy uh, and you cut you, you spend a lot of time you know on unnecessary on unnecessary Unnecessary. unnecessary all unnecessary things that wow. you no know, will not take you anywhere yeah the, what i can say we've talked about um temporary defeat and to most of the people right now entrepreneurship is the new cool and everyone wants to be associated with it until you know shit hits the fan and i read about uh, i was reading through a blog where someone who is an entrepreneur one thing that uh his advice he was asked the same question what advice he has to he has for entrepreneurs and this what he said entrepreneurship is not sexy yeah it's not Hot. yeah well i think that's what i have for now uh first i would say there's absolutely no problem with being employed absolutely no problem with being employed people should stop the fuss and the hype with entrepreneurship second you can juggle at start you can juggle both employment and entrepreneurship third don't take every advice that you're given and that is very important yeah. uh drake is a philosopher so this is good he good i like him yeah where he says The best advice his mama told him was to never take an advice. Now yeah. it's no longer my quote because now Drake has taken it. <laughs> taking all the glory. Yes, I was about to take the glory but <laughs> that reaction is uh, priceless. <laughs> no, it's very feminine. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Yes, just own it. Yes, I will own it. Don't take every advice you're given. Find your own path find your own way. I will insist that you don't necessarily have to fail completely in one business to switch from one business to another. We need to understand whether I need to change my branding technique, I need to change my marketing strategy, I need to change my market entry or do I need to change my customers? We need to figure that out. Am I targeting the wrong customers? Am I targeting the wrong region? Because I've seen even in the coastal region, most people are always thinking, I can only sell or I can only give service to the people at the coast. In this era, you can offer service and you can sell products to every other region. In this digital era, you can sell it everywhere. So if you're sitting down thinking, this is not working, is it because of your coastal market and it can be switched to a different market? Is it because it's no longer attractive or whatever you're sending out is not appealing 
to your audience. So we need to sit down and think about those other aspects. Don't assume that what sells for the person next door will on your right will sell to the person next door on your left. Understand, do your research. Like what I can never personally in my experience is I learn every day. Not through experience but as well through reading, listening. I was telling a friend of mine yesterday that I don't necessarily listen through words, but I listen through actions. And that is what entrepreneurs need to figure out as well. And always motivate people, and especially your employees, because we were talking about millennials and how do I keep them in the business. You cannot hold down a millennial. You need to understand them, their working space, their working environment, their working technique, and give them that find a way to inspire them through that and that will keep them around. I think people should also read the 360 degrees of leadership. You don't need to be a leader to actually you don't need to have the title leader to actually be a leader but you can lead from anywhere in your organization. Yes, that is also very very important. So parting shot, don't buy into the hype of entrepreneurship. As he said entrepreneurship is not sexy but I believe it's hot. So if you're a person who believes in hotness, yeah, you just need to Why drop not? It. Exactly. And uh don't sit down researching for the rest of your life start start now start yesterday start today that is the only way you get to understand what goes on yes yes and uh, yeah they can holler at me for my services oh please do your um social media handle and your email perhaps if you could okay or your website Okay, that as well. So the name is Monamkasi Juma. You can find me as Monamkasi Juma on all my platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Twitter is Monamkasi M. Don't ask questions. Uh and Taraza brand is the brand that is offers branding, marketing, and event planning and management as well. So you can find us on Taraza brand on all our platforms. Monamkasi is M W A N A M K A S I. For those who yes. have issues with African names, yeah. <laughs> and uh, my email address is monamkasi at ntarazabrand.com. Yeah, and Taraza is N-T-A-R-A-Z-A. Yeah, she had to put it that way so that you have Thank an understanding you. of all that. Thank you, monamkasi, for yes. coming through. It's been a pleasure, by the way. I loved it. You guys are fun. You guys are cool, by the way. You are fantastic and awesome. But I'll leave this part for offers to put Ooh, all the nice okay. things. Take it away. Now, <laughs> just before you do that, let me read, shop, read, out, read out my so-called parting yeah, shot that that's I, what I was waiting for. Um, one way for businesses to improve their brands actually is through brand positioning. And brand positioning is some sort or type of marketing strategy that seeks to control the narrative about your company's brand. And this is exactly what Monam Kasi was talking about earlier on. Like, what are the goals specific and the goal rather to apply on your strategy so as to understand what your brand is all about and this is a particular understanding of your brand in your customer's mind so there are a number of things that I'll just throw in out there that you really need to look into like why brand positioning really matters and it's because you just get into specific kind of strategies that will help you to push your brand out there for for the people and this is because 70 to 80% of customers ignore ads on the side of your website due to distraction you know or 
something like that so you need to identify your brand's value you need to tell your brand story overcome barriers tap into existing cultures and conversations do a strategic market research which is very important and remember it was one of those things that will popped out during this conversation all you need is to be fully committed to your strategy even if it takes you out of your comfort zone this may involve hard decisions for example making employees redundant or switching business away from your suppliers you have become friends with or you can as well you know think differently in terms of what you you had branded or create new new brands within the same brand but unless you are prepared to do this you risk putting your business at an dangerous competitive disadvantage i uh, would love to leave you uh, from jay black rofus and monam kasi we want to say thank you so much for listening remember this podcast is recorded at diani uh, reef beach resort and spa which is located in Diani. We always say it's not a hotel. It's, it's a way of life because of the feeling that it gives you once you're here. And remember, you can listen to this podcast on all podcast platforms on Google Podcasts, iTunes. Is it called iTunes? I still wonder yes, what it's yeah, called. Let's go with iTunes. Let's yeah, go with iTunes for now. But you can as well listen to this podcast on our website at www.jayfm.co where we speak music we are podcasting no filters and definitely no bs yeah and that bs yes, is it not has busy. absolutely zero filter yeah it has no <laughs> filter at all i agree with that part and by bs sure, sure. is it's no business it's bullshit bullshit yeah and thank you thank yeah. you wanakasi for being beautiful all through the podcast yeah. yeah and thank you for ali for showing up today the uh, producer of this podcast Oh, thank you. <laughs> 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 It's hot in here.